Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Take your Bibles and we're going to get into the Word of God together and say, this is my Bible. It contains the Word of God. I am what He says I am. I can do what He says I can do. I'm about to receive the rage of feeling and graft the Word of God, which is able to save my soul and give me inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same, never, never the same. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Father, I want to thank you and praise your name. I've I pray that this morning you come and speak and minister a word unto us. Let it bring life, let it bring healing, let it bring salvation, let it bring deliverance unto your people. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. amen. Oh, it's a wonderful thing to come into your homes this morning. All over the world, uh, we are being viewed and we want you to know that the power of God is get, coming to you in might, oh, and in glory. Your life will never be the same. I'm continuing my series on Abraham's encounter with God. How Abraham had an encounter. Anytime God wants to change somebody's life, uh, he visits the person and gives him a supernatural encounter. And Abraham had an encounter with God. Uh, and uh, uh, today's own, I have titled it, El Shaddai, the Game Changer. El Shaddai, the game changer. Somebody shout, El Shaddai, Shaddai. the game changer. We found out from Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 4, when God visited Abraham and told him, leave your father's house and leave your family, leave your kindred, leave your country, leave the place of your comfort and go to the land where I will show you and there I will bless you. It means that there's a place called there for the blessing. God has an assigned blessing in an assigned place, your, your, your blessing is in an assigned place. And so it's very important. Your ability to hear the voice and the instructions of God uh, will help you to be able to locate your blessings. Can I have an amen? amen? And so the Bible says that Abraham left and God gave him three promises. He gave him a, a, a personal promise. He said, I'll make your name great. He gave him a national promise. He says that uh, you're out of you. A, 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 a nation shall arise and he says that in you all nations of the earth shall be blessed so he gave him three kinds of promises and uh, guess what even though he blessed him with these uh, by Genesis 15 God visited him again as Adonai the first time he visited him as Jehovah and this time he visited him as Adonai in Genesis chapter 15 verse 1 to 4 and uh, when he visited him uh, I'm just trying to recap the Bible says that when he visited him uh, he told him, Abraham, fear not, for I am your shield and exceeding great reward. Why did God tell him, fear not? Because he realized that there was an element of fear, that he, Abraham, had not totally believed in what God had told him earlier on. And so God told him, fear not, fear not. So, tell your friend, fear not. fear not. There are 365 fear nots in the Bible, one for each day which indicates the fact that every day God is telling us not to fear because fear is the opposite of faith. And Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so it's very important that we dispel fear and we allow faith to be in operation. And so Abraham, then uh, Abraham said to the Lord God, you have given me no child since Eliza, uh, the, my house, uh, uh, you know, steward is the one who's going to inherit me. And God said, no. Look, this guy is not the one who's going to inherit you. It means that all the time, Abraham had a wrong mental picture that it was Eliza who was going to inherit him. 
And so the law had to change the mental picture. And for you to walk in the inheritance and the blessings of God, the first thing you have to do is to change your mental picture. Someone say, change your negative mental picture. Change your negative. Maybe you are coming from a certain background. People cannot prosper. You say, oh, my, my grandfather was not prosperous. My father was not prosperous. So shall my portion be. That shall not be your portion. The Lord said, uh, a child shall come out of your own bowels. That means that you are going to get your own breakthrough. You are not going to be using people's cars forever. You are not always going to be borrowing things from people. You shall rather be a lender and not a borrower, the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the first and not the last. Hallelujah. And so the Lord told him that, oh, Abraham, this is not going to be your portion, Abraham. But then a child out of your own bowel shall come. And so the Lord took him out uh, and gave him and told him in a, in a night, he took him out and said, uh, lift your eyes up towards heaven. And he said, yes. And he said, can you, can you count the stars? He said, I can't count them. He said, so shall your seed be. So it means that God was trying to create um, a pictorial representation of how his children will be like. He was changing his mental pictures. So anytime that Abraham saw the stars, he could see his children. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he also said that your seed shall also be as the sand of the seashore. Which means any time that he saw the sun, it was an indicative of the fact that these are his spiritual children. Now the stars are in heaven, which shows our spiritual, Abraham's spiritual children. And the sun also showed the fact that since the sun is earthly, it shows his earthly children. Amen. And guess what? The stars shine brightest in the darkest hour. Amen. And so in these dark hours, in these dark times, in these difficult times, the stars of God, that means that the spiritual seed of Abraham, and we are the spiritual seed of Abraham, we shall shine brighter. Amen. Oh, in the midst of hunger, you eat more than enough. Amen. In the midst of lack, you are going to have more than uh, uh, enough. Amen. Abundance is coming to you. Your story is changing for good and for glory. Amen. I see you leap for joy. Amen. I see you come out uh, of shame and out of pain and out of the confusion. In fact, when you went through pain, God is turning your pain onto pleasure, your sad situation onto sweetness, picking from the back seat to the front seat, from the bottom to the top, from shame onto glory, from obscurity onto notoriety. Amen. Give you a new name and put a new song upon your tongue to sing and say that the Lord God is good and his mercies endure forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in Genesis chapter 16, we are still traveling through. In Genesis chapter 16, verse number one, Sarai, Abraham's wife, Bible said, now Sarai, Abraham's boy, bore him no children, and she had an Egyptian uh, maid servant whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abraham, see now, the Lord has restrained me from having a child, going into my maid, and I shall obtain children by her. And Abraham heeded the voice of Sarai. Wow. Sarai gave her, her maid to Abraham to have children with. Got married to her, have children with. And then when the moment she got pregnant, the young lady started misbehaving towards the madam. Remember who has helped you. And don't misbehave towards the person. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the young lady, the, the lad was sucked out of the house, you know, for misbehaving towards the, 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 the madam, you know. And uh, in the verse of my day, the Bible says that when uh, the, the young lady tried to run away, and uh, the angel of the Lord saw her in the wilderness. You know, in fact, the Bible says that, uh, verse 5, Abraham said to Sarah, Indeed, your maid is in your hands to do to her as you please. You know, the lady that made despised Sarah when she got pregnant. Don't despise 
people who have been a blessing to you because now you think you don't need them. Be careful. Don't do that. Amen? Amen. Okay. So, she, at the end of the day, the angel met, angel of the Lord met her and said, where have you come? He said, he said to her, Hagar, Sarah's maid. Hagar, Sarah's maid. So is heaven even still acknowledge the fact that she was still Sarah's maid? <laughs> he said, where have you come from? And where are you going? And he said, I'm fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarah. The angel of the Lord said, return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. So whoever is your boss, submit. Whoever is your father, submit. Don't run to another place. Yes. It, that, don't run. Say, oh, my boss is doing something. I'm going to another place. My pastor is doing something. I'm going to another place. No, it's a wrong move. It's a wrong, it's a wrong attitude. Can I have an amen? Amen. Okay. Now, in Genesis 15, I mean, sorry, in 16 by 15, Hagar bore Abraham a son, and the son was called Ishmael when Abraham was 86 years old. It means that Abraham had an issue with his faith. That even though God had told him that he was going to be the father of many nations, through Sarah, she, he went ahead and gave back with somebody else. And later we're going to find out that through Ishmael, I mean, there was a lot of problems. Today, the Ishmaelites are the ones who are giving Israel a lot of problems. You know, and uh, it, it shows that you know, Ishmael was a child of expediency. Now, if you try to acquire what God has not given to you, that thing can become a problem to you. That's another topic all by itself. But we are talking about Abraham's encounter with God. So when Sarah, when Hagar gave birth, you know, for 13 years, God was, God was silent on Abraham because Abraham had not fully trusted God and veered off the, the, the plan of God. Abraham had veered the plan of God. Remember that there are things that you may do which may be allowed, but it will not be the perfect will of God. It will be only in the permissive will of God. So Abraham was operating in the permissive will of God. Somebody say, the permissive will of God. The permissive will of God. Abraham was operating in the permissive will of God. And uh, Abraham uh, uh, had uh, Ishmael. So for, there was a lot of tension, obviously. There must be a lot of tension in the home, you know, because of Ishmael. You know, and eventually, even, even Ishmael was, they were driven out of the house. But in Genesis 17, after 13 years, out of the blue, from nowhere, when Abraham was 99 years old and looked like that whole thing that God had said to them that he was going to be the father of many nations through Sarah, God visited them and God said, appeared unto Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. So I came to tell somebody that, yeah, it may be like as if all hope is gone. But all of a sudden, the Lord will appear Amen. with a siren Amen. blowing, Amen. coming to demonstrate he, who he was. Amen. Earlier on, God had demonstrated himself to Abraham as Jehovah, demonstrated himself to him as master. And somebody can still be your master and your needs have still not been met. So this time he came as the almighty God. That means that he's mightier than his Elohim laws. 
He is mightier than all his scientific laws. He is mightier than any, any God and any situation. That's why he said that I am the almighty God. Almighty means I am the El Shaddai God. El Shaddai means I am the all-sustaining God. I am the all-sufficient God. I'm the God who, who's able to provide all your needs. Hallelujah. <coughs> and so, the Bible says that, he said, I will make my covenant between you and multiply you exceedingly. And then Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him. And the Lord told him, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you. Watch it. Verse 4. And you shall be a father of many nations. He has repeated what he told him in Genesis 12. No longer shall your name, underline it, no longer shall your name be called Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you, not I will make you, I have made you a father of many nations. And I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you. Hallelujah. I will come back to this. But the first thing I want to address is the fact that when God wanted to turn Abraham's story around, uh, he came to him and this time he introduced himself. God introduced himself as the almighty God. So I'm going to say almighty God. You see, you can know a person as just a man, but that man can be a husband and that man can be an entrepreneur and that man can be a man of God. You see, so your, your deeper knowledge of the person and the things the person shows about you let you know the different aspects of the person. And God has shown some aspects of himself to Abraham, first of all, as Jehovah, as Lord. And uh, he showed himself in Genesis 15 as Adonai Master. And this time, he said that I am the almighty God. That means that I am mightier than my Elohim laws. I am mightier than whatever you thought I was. And almighty God means I am the El Shaddai. Someone say El, El. Shaddai. Shaddai. Now, the, the, uh, the El Shaddai, Shad, means the mountain one, the large-breasted one. I'm the God whose breasts have enough breast milk to take care of you. So what God is saying is that I'm the all-sufficient God. I have more than enough for every aspect of your life. I have more than enough to provide you a husband, to provide you a wife, to provide you children, to provide you businesses, to provide you with good health, to give you good money, to give you lands, to give you cars, to give you anointing. I am the El Shaddai God. I am the God who is heavily loaded. I am loaded with everything. And you see, when you realize that I'm the El Shaddai, by the grace of God, a woman's breasts are always there in front of her, which means that I am consistently and constantly available unto you with resources to be a blessing unto you. I am the mountain one. And mountains are always there. Mount Afajato is always there. Mount Everest is always there. Whatever mountain that we know is always been there. So what God is saying is that I am the ever-living God. I am the ever-available God. I am the God who you can rely on. I am the El Shaddai God. Hallelujah. And what does El Shaddai mean? It means that, number one, I am the God who overrides, overrules, and overpowers. 
That means that if there is any power, any legislation set against you, I'm the one who is able to cancel it. When you go to the law court, you know, a, 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 judge, a, a lawyer may make a submission, somebody may make a submission, the judge can say overruled. And no matter the moral state of the law, the judge, when he says overruled, it's overruled. If a human judge can say overruled, then how much more the most high God? The Bible says you have come unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, to, to God the judge of all. So I tell you, some human beings may have judged you wrongly, but God the judge of all, he has, he's, a, he's a supreme court, he's, a, he's a, the, the, the chief justice of the supreme court of the universe, and so what he says, it is settled. And that's why we say forever, O Lord, thy word is settled. Hallelujah. He's a supreme God. So when men have ruled you out, and when men say that you cannot be anything, God says that, no, that's why I'm going to begin with you. When men say you are finished, God says, I'm not even going to start with you. And I'm going to confound them. I'm going to blow up their mind. When men say that, oh, you are nobody, God says, I've made you a somebody. When men say that you cannot marry, he says, I'm going to bring you a, a lovely person to come and marry you. When people say, the people say that, oh, you can't have money, you say, I will, I will give you, I'll give you more than enough because I'm the all-sufficient God. God. All that's also sufficient God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he's an almighty God. Almighty means the God who overrides. Also, El Shaddai means the God who overrides. Number two, overrules. So if there's any ruling over you and overpower. So any power that is set against you, he's the God who is able to subdue that power. Amen. I see God give you that power. Amen. In Second Kings chapter 6, the Bible declares the fact that uh, the sons of the prophets were going to cut some wood in order to enlarge the place where they were staying. And as, in fact, the, they, they, they actually borrowed somebody's axe. And as they were cutting the wood, as they were cutting the wood, the axe held, fell into the water. And they said, alas, it was borrowed. Now, as it fell into the water, they called for the prophet of God. And the prophet of God said, where did it fall? And he threw a twig on, uh, 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 on that location. And the the, the axe head came up again. There was an upthrust. What happened was a defiance of Archimedes' law of flotation. God had to defy natural laws. Because naturally, when the density of an object is greater than the fluid that it's in, it's got to sink. And so, naturally, the axe head has to sink. When you even drop a piece of stone, it will sink. How much more iron? So the axe head fell. But somehow, by, by the El Shaddai God caused the axe head to come up again. Amen. Whatever of yours that has gone under the water, anything of yours, that, any axe head of yours that has gone under the water, I see it come up again. Amen. I, say, I see it come up again. Amen. I see it come up again. Amen. I see it come up again. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Your joy is coming up again. Amen. Your health is coming up again. Your, your husband is coming up again. Amen. Your children are coming up again. Amen. Whatever that you lost is coming up again. Amen. Whatever the enemy took away, the cankerworm ate and the caterpillar destroyed, yes, there is going to be a restoration. Amen. A restoration Amen. is coming back Amen. unto you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together, running over. Shall God cause men to come and bring blessings unto you? Can I have an amen? amen. Number two, El Shaddai means a God who reverses. Now, when you are driving 
and then you realize that there's an obstruction, you reverse. So El Shaddai is a God who, when something is not right, he reverses it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a God who what? Reverses it. Amen. Amen. And uh, in Numbers chapter number 27, the daughters of Zelophehad, the daughters of Zelophehad, someone say Zelophehad. Uh-huh. The daughters of Zelophehad were disinherited because of their gender. And according to the law of the day, you know, they, they, because they were women, when their father died, they couldn't be given their father's inheritance. So they went to Moses, Numbers chapter 27, 1 to 10, you read it. And they went to Moses and made their submission to Moses. And Moses took it to God. And God said, listen to the ladies, what they are saying. And change the law. And let them have a portion of their father's inheritance. Give their father's inheritance unto them. So I came to tell somebody that, you know, as you call on God, God will cause your inheritance, I mean, whatever is yours, to come unto you. Can I have an amen? amen. There shall be a reversal. The daughters of Zelophehad, when they went to the Lord and they talked to the Lord concerning their needs, through Moses, the Lord heard them and there was a reversal of that law. Any law in your family that militates against you, we command it to be reversed. Amen. I said we command it to be reversed. Amen. Any handwriting of the ordinances set against you, we reverse it because of El Shaddai. Amen. If Abraham is a father of faith and God visited him as El Shaddai and number one, overruled and overpowered whatever rule that was against him and number two, he reversed his condition of not being able to give birth, then God is also going to reverse your condition. Amen. Number three, El Shaddai means the God who accelerates. In, in, in John chapter 2, verse 1 to 10, accelerates means to hasten something up. That means that he's the God who catalyzes things. A catalyst, you know, speeds up chemical reactions. And so God is the one, when things are supposed to be delayed, he speeds them up. May any good thing delaying in your life be speeded up. Amen. I said, may God speed it up. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Amen. the son of the living God. Amen. And may he turn your story around Amen. and give you a new song and a testimony. Amen. I see it happening in your life. Amen. In John chapter 2 verse 1 to 10, you find out that there was, Jesus was invited to a marriage feast. And that was the very first place that he performed the first miracle. And the wine got finished. And when the wine got finished, they went to uh, see Jesus about it. And uh, Mary told the people, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And I came to tell somebody that whatever in this season the Lord tells you to do, do it. Amen. Because every miracle is preceded by an, a, a divine instruction. That's why the Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Amen. If you don't give, you will never get. If you don't pay your tithes, things will be tight. If you are not holy, God will move away from you. It's very important. If you don't love your wife, yes, God will be against you. And if your wife you don't submit to, God will be against you. It's important to follow the word of the Lord. Can I have an amen? amen. And so the Bible says here that Jesus instructed that they should fetch water into basins. And when they fetch the water into basins, he told them that take it to the MC. Guess what? 
I've been putting water, water by my chemistry that I know, water and wine have two different properties. Both physical properties and chemical properties are very different. Water is colorless, it is odorless, and it tasteless. Wine has got taste, it has got color and things. You know, and the chemical properties are also very different. Water is H2O, two atoms of hydrogen, one of oxygen, and, uh, 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 and, and alcohol contains a lot of uh, carbon components, a lot of hydrogen components, and oxygen components. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, within a few minutes of fetching water, maybe probably five minutes of fetching water, the wine turned into Sorry, the water turned into wine. Meanwhile, it should take a couple of years to get good wine manufactured. Which means that this God, he's a God who accelerates things. Wow. So God is going to accelerate blessings for you. Yes. Oh, what should, what takes people many years to achieve and to get? God is going to accelerate it. Sometimes you have to save money for many years to be able to buy yourself a car. But God will accelerate it that somebody will buy a car and give it to you. Yeah. Uh, it may take many years for you to be able to, you know, uh, 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 build a house. Some people, it is only at the tail end, when they are, they are about finishing their work, uh, going on pension before they can get a house. But you, you, it will not take you going to, for pension to be able to save to get a house. Yeah. Once you're a young person, in your 20s, Amen. in your 30s, you are going to get your car. Amen. You are going to get your house. It shall be well with you. You, sh you shall be anointed. The hand of God will come upon you. Your story will change for good and for glory. In Jesus' precious name. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, I'm going to quickly show you what Abraham did in order to get a blessing. If it, though God has said that, yes, I am the almighty God. So back to Genesis chapter 17. The Lord told him in the verse number 5. No longer shall your name, Genesis 17, 5, no longer shall your name be Abraham, but Abraham. No longer shall your name be Abraham. Now, Abraham means exalted father, and Abraham means father of many nations. Now, God wanted them to describe themselves, their, their, themselves right. What God wants you to become, he, he gives you that name. Bible says, he calls things which be not as though they were. And so he, he mentioned that your name shall not be exalted father in the land. You've got cars, you've got lands, and you are walking around. No, but I have made you a father of many nations. And at the time that he spoke that, hey, the, the, the guy, the, Sarah didn't have to have a child, but he said that your name shall no more be Abraham, but Abraham. Now watch it. God inserted two letters into Abraham's name. In the, in the Hebrew, the vowels are silent, which means that the main letter that was inserted into Abraham's name was the letter H. A-B-R-A, that H-A-M. So the letter H is, is pronounced H. It's a breath consonant, which means that God actually literally breathed into Abraham's name to make him Abraham. He put the spirit into him. And then in Genesis chapter 17, verse 15 and 16, he says that you shall not call your wife Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-I at the end. But he said, now you shall not call her Sarai, but you shall call her Sarah. S-A, 
R-A with an H. It means that for both of them, God added an H to their names. And the H there is a breath consonant. Hey. In fact, the British pronounce it well. They call it H. H. And if you have pronounced someone say H, H, you could see that there's some breath down your throat. So God breathed into them the breath of life. And guess what? In Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, when God was creating man, he created man from the dust of the earth. And when God breathed into man, man became a living soul. He got reproductive organs. He got heart. He got liver. He got various kinds of system, blood vessels in his system. That means that the breath of God is able to create things. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, when the earth was without form and void and darkness upon the face of the deep, the Bible said the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and then life came hallelujah so when God breathed into Abraham that which was lifeless received life that means that their inability to give birth whatever was responsible for that was overshadowed that's the reason why God came and said I am the El Shaddai God the God who overshadows the God who overrides and the God who overrules and if there's anything against you I'm the God who reverses it and I am also the God who speaks our blessings Oh, I don't know, but I tell you, I am being blessed by this word. Hallelujah. I said I'm being blessed by this word. And so, God was trying to tell them that, look, if he said, your name shall no more be Abraham, means that they started calling themselves by the name that God has prescribed for them, and they described themselves that way. So Abraham was no more called Abraham, but Abraham. That's why we have Abraham. Initially, the name was Abraham. And he became Abraham. And guess what? Anytime God wants to change, bless anybody, he changes his name. So if your name is not a good name, if your name is change your name from Yeah, that is why, you know, some people, I don't want to mention some Ghanaian names. But I, I used to have a, 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 some school name, people. No, look, names are very effective. And when I was doing my national service, I used to teach, there was one of the, uh, uh, two of the students, one was called Kunipa, and the other one was called Diewo. And once in the class, once in the class, you will see that as you are teaching, somebody will throw, uh, I mean, some chalk at you, the teacher, once you are writing. And when you investigate, if it's not Kunipa, it's Diewo. And sometimes you see somebody will pick a, 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 a compass. And then and the protractor hit somebody's hand. And when you check up, if it's no kumnipa, it is Diego. So you realize that names have really an effect. When God wanted to change Jacob's destiny, he changed his name from Jacob, who he means a Wagadri person, a 419 person, a usurper, you know, somebody who is not straightforward. He changed his name from Jacob to Israel because God wanted to make him a father of many nations, multitude. So you say you shall no more be Jacob, your name shall be Israel. Hallelujah. So God changed Abraham's name from Abraham to Abraham. So every time Sarah will call Abraham, Abraham. That means father of many nations. And then she, and then he will also respond, yes, my beautiful queenly Sarah. Sarah means my queenly. It means a mother also of nations. And so they started describing themselves that way. And remember, Numbers chapter 14, verse 28, the Lord told the people of Israel, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do it. Numbers 14, 28, as you have spoken, someone say, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do it. Yeah, so 
as they are spoken in the ears of God, that Abraham says that, yes, was responding to his name as father of many nations, the Lord was working it. As Sarah was responding to her name, Sarah, and not Sarai, the Lord was working it out. In Psalm 81 verse 10, the Bible says that open your mouth wide and I will feel it. So what they were saying, God was feeling it. And that's why it's important to say what you want. In, in Mark eleven twenty three, Bible says, Whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed, and shall not doubt in his heart, he shall have whatsoever he says. So you shall have whatever you say. So as you were saying it, God was creating it for him. In Isaiah 57, verse 19, God says, I create the fruit of the lips. So as they were saying it, God was creating it. So as you are also saying things, God will be creating it for you. In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20 and 21, Bible says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And so, and he said, and a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his lips. So as you are saying it, God is working it out for you. In Isaiah 44, 26, Bible says that God confirms the words of his servants and he performs the counsel of his messengers. So as you are saying it, God is working it out for you. Why do you have to say it? Because saying guarantees your desire. Saying what guarantees your desire. Why? Because you see, your words are seeds. And whatever seeds you sow, that is what you reap. And Galatians 6 7 says that don't be deceived. Whatever a man sows, so shall he reap. Genesis 8.22. So long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time shall never cease. So guess what? You will never lack what you sow. Tell somebody, you never lack, never lack. What, you sow. what you sow. So when you sow corn, you never lack corn. When you sow oranges, you never lack oranges. That's why it's important to say the right things. So God, God, number one, changed the pictures of Abraham by taking him out. And number two, God had to change his words. He changed the pictures and changed his words. So you must change the pictures you have about your mind. And you've got to change the word you speak about your life. The description you describe, the way you describe yourself, that is how it's going to happen. Remember you? Remember that your mouth is a factory house and your words are the raw materials. Your mouth is a factory house. Your words are the raw materials. Any raw materials put into a certain factory, the factory will produce what has been given to it. Your mouth is a factory house. Your words are the raw materials. So what you are saying, may the Lord perform it for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I say in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I have an amen? And when you read Romans chapter 4, Verse 17 to 22, the Bible says that Abraham believed the promise of God and be not weak in faith. Romans chapter 8, we are finishing the next five minutes. Are you being blessed? Yes. Romans chapter 4. If you are in Romans chapter 4, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Remember, remember that when a speaking man meets a working God, miracles are produced. So as Abraham was speaking, Abraham and and the wife was describing themselves. In fact, first, you must change your mental pictures to get a miracle. And number two, you must re-describe your condition. Tell somebody, change your mental pictures into a positive one and re-describe yourself. Abraham, was, God was getting them to re-describe their condition, re-describe themselves. So re-describe yourself that I'm going to have a wonderful wedding this year. Yeah. I'm going to have my own house. 
I'm going to have my own business. I'm going to be one of the anointed men and anointed women of God. In my generation, I'm going to serve the Lord. The power of God is going to be my portion. I'm, I'm going to live to glorify the name of the Lord. Whatever I touch is blessed. When I touch sand, it tends to gold dust. When I take hold of salt, it becomes diamond crystals. It means that God will give me a better kind of blessing all the time. In the name of Jesus. Instead of wood, I get iron. Instead of iron, I get silver. Instead of bronze, gold shall be my portion. God will always give me a better alternative. And when you are saying it, God will fulfill it. Because God performs the counsel of his messengers. That shall become your portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So in Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 22, still finishing up with Abraham, the Bible says that, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed. God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So, God calls things which be not as though they are. Hallelujah. And who, contrary to hope or expectation, in hope believed that he might become the father of many nations. And being not weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. since he was about a hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that, that what God had promised, he was well able to be, perform it. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham's faith worked stronger. He believed in God, that what God has said, he would do it. And so when God said, your name shall no more be Abraham, he accepted it. And he said, yes, if God, you say, I am Abraham, I accept it, father of many nations. Even though now my testosterone is finished, my ability to have children is finished. 99 means I am great, great grandpa, and my wife's, my wife's grateful follicles are not stimulating eggs. No eggs are being released. At the age of 90, Sarah is a great, great grandmother. And so how can we have children? But with you, we know that all things are possible. With God, all things. With God, all things. With God, all things. With God, all things. With God, all things are Oh, yeah. So the Bible says that he believed unto God, being not weak in faith. And then the Bible says, giving glory to God, being not weak in faith. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. That means that he started praising God. That means that what God has said, you must confess it and begin to praise him. What God has said concerning your life, begin to thank him and begin to praise him for it. Begin to thank him for it. Begin to bless his name for it. I see God working out a miracle. It's happening in your life. Your house is coming. Your lands are coming. Your, your, your children are coming. Your marriage is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And guess what? Genesis 21, 1 to, 1 to 7. The Lord visited Sarah, verse 1, Genesis 21, as we finish. The Lord visited Sarah. I see God going to visit you. I said God is going to visit you. The Lord visited Sarah as he has said. 
And the Lord did for Sarah as he has spoken. The Lord visited Sarah and the Lord did as he has said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he has spoken. So the Lord will do for you. The Lord will visit you. And the Lord will do for you. The Lord will visit you. And the Lord will do for you. You know that some people, when they visit you, Charlie, you know that they are coming with goodies. Yeah. When a king is visiting you, he comes with goodies. So if the king of kings and lord of lords is coming to you, he's coming with the resources of heaven and earth unto you. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so special blessings are coming to you. And Bible said, and Sarah, verse verse 2 for Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah born to him, Isaac. Hallelujah. And verse 6, and Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and all who hear will laugh with me. And who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Listen, God is going to confound you. God will put laughter in your mouth. God will turn your story around. Sarah said, God has made me to laugh. And you will say, Kojo will say, God has made me to laugh. Kobna will say, God has made me to laugh. Jones will say, God has made me to laugh. You will say, God has made me to laugh. Those who laugh at you, they will laugh with you. They will celebrate with you. They will rejoice with you. So with Abraham's encounter, Abraham's encounter, at the end of the day, God fulfilled his promise and gave him Isaac, meaning laughter. Your Isaac is coming to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever is gone negative in my life, you are the El Shaddai God. The all-sufficient God. May you be my sufficiency. And my provider. El Shaddai means the God who, who overrides, overrules and overpower. May you overrule. May you overpower. Whatever has overshadowed me. Anything written against me. May you overrule it. Whatever fought my father and my mother and my community, corona, difficulties, poverty, shame, lack and want, I overrule it. I overpower it. In the name of Jesus. And, and override your power. In the name of Jesus. And now in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, El Shaddai God, you are the God who reverses. Whatever was on the wrong route, I declare a turnaround, a turnaround for my good, a reverser. As you reverse the laws that were against the daughters of Zalofihad, may you reverse things. On my behalf, in the name of Jesus, any law, any situation 
that is said against me, I declare reversal in the name of Jesus. El Shaddai God, you are the God who accelerates any good thing that is delaying in my life. May you speed it up for me. Whatever will take a longer time to achieve. Oh Lord, oh Lord, let it be achieved faster. Let it be achieved faster. This, corona, this corona, let it vanish, let it vanish faster, faster than the scientists are thinking. The scientists In are the name of Jesus, the name of this, corona, this corona, let there be a vaccine created faster. In the name of Jesus, than people have thought about. Bring liberty to our world. Faster. In the name of Jesus. Any good thing that the devil is delaying. Any prince of Persia. Withstanding my blessings. Withstanding the blessings of my family, of my nation, and of our world. We overcome you by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of our testimony, in the name of Jesus, let God arise and every enemy be scattered. Today, I describe myself in the right way, the description of honor as a seed of Abraham. I am the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the first and not the last, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up in judgment, I condemn my steps. I wash with butter. My feet are anointed with fresh oil. As my days, so shall my strength be. I shall live a long life to fulfill the purpose of God for my life. My spouse shall be a fruitful vine by the side of my house and my children shall be only plants run about my table. It means I will marry and I will enjoy my marriage and receive children and the glory of the Lord shall be my portion. I will build goodly houses and obtain lovely cars and I'll preach the word of God with signs, wonders and miracles. I declare my heavens open. Oh Lord, pour forth your rays of joy, your rays of favor, your rays of glory, and your rays of laughter over my life. From today, I declare my destiny change and redescription of my life in the name of Jesus. Whatever people thought I cannot become by your grace and by your glory, I shall become it in the name of Jesus as a seed of Abraham. When Abraham's case was hopeless and Sarah's womb was dead, you turn things around. Turn things around. You are the God who turns. May you turn. Say, do like this. Say, turn. Turn everything around for my good in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. I thank you that forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled. And you have told me that as I open my mouth wide, you will feel it. So I receive all these blessings that you have proclaimed. That I'm walking in good health. I'm walking in honor. I'm living a long life. I'm fulfilling the purpose of God for my life in my generation. I will make history and leave a legacy for, for my children, 
and my children's children's children. It is well with me. It shall be well with me. The glory of the Lord is my portion. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Shout it seven times. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Shout again. I am blessed and highly favored. Oh, number three, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Number four, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Number five, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Number six, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Number seven, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to get into the Holy Communion, but before we do that, my dear friend, if ever you're going to eat with somebody, you're going to dine with somebody, you must have a good relationship with the person. And so, the Lord wants to forgive your sins, wants to cleanse you from all unrighteousness, so that your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I came to tell you that today is a day of salvation. Now is the time to repent. Tomorrow it may never come. All the signs that are showing in our day and our season indicates the fact that we are in the last days. And so it's very important that you repent, have a change of heart, and know that Jesus came to die for you so that you'll be made a new creation and you walk in the life of God. If you, you want to be born again, you want God's life to come into you, you want the grace and the glory of God to become your portion, I want you to raise your hand and let's pray together. Say, Heavenly Father. Thank you for loving me today. I receive Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Be my king. Be my Lord and master. I submit myself to you totally. I turn my back to the world and I embrace your love, your power, your presence to transform my life for, for good in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray with you, Father. Thank you for this precious one. I pray that you'll be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Give God a hand of praise. Now we're going to take the Holy Communion, but before we do that, we take our offering. So everybody, take your offering, take your tithe. We are at the end of the month. Today is the 26th of April. And so you want to take your tithe and take your offering, take your... Momo, take your Momo. All the they are on the on the. All the things are on the over there. Take your Momo, and we are going to your mobile money, and then give a good, give a good amount of offering. Yeah, yeah. God has taken care of us. January, February, March, April. April is ending. What a blessing! Hallelujah. So take a good offering. Take a good offering. Take a good offering and pay your tithes. Yes. Okay, we'll sing, we'll sing a song. We'll sing a song and get ready. And if you don't, your, your communion is not ready, get ready. We're going to take the communion right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We want to take a while. Take a Yeah. Uh -huh. 
to God. We give glory to God. We give glory to God. We bless your holy name. We worship your majesty. Amen. We want to take our communion, holy communion and the holy communion is a divine immunity against the works of the enemy. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 12 concerning the people of Israel when they were in captivity in Egypt, the way they came out was through a shed blood. The Lord told every household, get a lamb, kill the lamb, and put the blood on the doorpost. I'll send an angel of death to pass through the land, but when, I, when he sees the blood, he will pass over. Today, in the name of Jesus, as we take the Holy Communion, we declare that it's a Passover blood. Yeah. That the enemy will not come to your household. Yeah. Will not touch your business. Yeah. Every time you are taking Holy Communion, you are declared, you are declaring that you have a, a divine immunity yeah. against every satanic incursions, yeah. in the insurgencies of the wicked one. We override their powers, overrule their hold yeah. in the precious name of Jesus yeah. Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says that. Jesus, the night before he died, he took bread, and then when he had broken it, he said, this is my body that was broken for you. Eat it. And as often as you eat it, you do show the Lord's death. Do it in remembrance of me. That means that anytime we eat the Holy Communion, we are remembering the Lord of what he did for us. The fact that he overcame principalities and powers. He said, Behold, all power in heaven and earth has been given unto me. So, as you are eating of this Holy Communion, all power has been given unto the Lord. So, I say, all power. And in Luke 10, 19, he says that, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. So, if all power has been given unto me, given unto him the Lord, and we are eating his body, then we are eating the all power. Because all power in heaven and earth has been given to me. All power is in the Lord. And he said, behold, I give you power. So it means that all the, all the power he was given, since we are part of his body, he has given that power unto us. Amen. Then also he took the cup, and he says that this is the cup of the New Testament. That means that, testament means will. So there's a new will. The old will is that it should not be well with you, but the new will is that I wish above all things that you prosper and be good health, even as your soul prospers. There's a new will of favor and honor. And the Bible says that this is a cup of blessing which we bless. So this cup contains blessing. Anything you speak, every blessing you speak upon it, you will drink of it. And you shall enjoy of it. Amen. And as Abraham redescribed himself to be Abraham, and Sarai redescribed herself to be Sarah, and they call themselves that name from today. Call yourself Osikeni. Yeah. 
the anointed one, the favored one. Listen, when we were in school, I remember one of our classmates, he used to call himself Chief P. I remember very well from three, from four, he used to call himself Chief P, Chief Pilot. And truly at the end of the after four five, we went our separate ways. Many years later, I heard that he has become a pilot. So the, what you are calling yourself, so shall you become. Amen. 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 The way Israel saw themselves, that is how they became the eyes of the enemy. He said that we saw ourselves as grasshoppers, so were we in their eyes. And the Lord said in Numbers 14, 28, as you have said in my ears, I'll do it. So what you are saying today, as you take the Holy Communion, so shall the Lord do it for you. And as we take the Holy Communion, we are taking the blood of Jesus. The wine, we are taking the blood of Jesus. And the Bible says, Leviticus 17, 11, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. So the, the, blood, the life of God is entering to you. Spiritual blood transfusion is taking place in Jesus' name. Amen. So lift your communion and let's pray over it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak your, your blessings and your grace over it. That we eat it for life. We eat it for health. We eat it for peace. We eat it for long life. Good health. Progress. Favor. Promotion. Preservation. Protection. Uncommon provision. In the precious name of Jesus. We pray that as we, as the people of Israel ate of the Holy Communion and they were insulated from the plague. May every plague be far away from us. Amen. Shame be far away from us. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Amen. the son of the living God. Amen. And as the disciples on the road of Emmaus, they ate of the Holy Communion with the Lord. After eating, their eyes were open. We pray that may the eyes of your people be open. Amen. May revelations come Amen. from today. After today, may people see their husbands, Amen. their wives, Business opportunities. Amen. Open doors. Amen. Good things your eyes have not seen. Let them see it. Amen. Father, we know there's gold under the ground, but you are the God who shows it. Show your people where every blessing is. You show, we have had oil in the land for many years. We didn't know till we discovered it. It means that whatever is discovered was already there. That was, was unfolded. Any good thing that is there that our eyes have not seen, let our eyes see. Amen. Let our hands handle it. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take the bread, the body of Christ, broken for you. As you eat it, may God mend your body. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Eat it. The cup of blessing which we bless. As you drink it, you are drinking long life. Amen. You are receiving divine immunity. Amen. You are receiving the ability to get a husband and a wife. Amen. You are receiving grace to have children. Amen. Conceive today. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May the power of God come upon you. Amen. May there be open doors unto you. Amen. May the glory of God be your come your portion. Amen. Receive new life. As wine gladdens hearts. As you take of this holy communion, may your heart become glad. Whatever has made you sad and your head is drooping, may your head be lifted up. Amen. And may you rejoice in the Lord your God. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus. 
May you hear good news. Amen. May the favor of God come upon you. Amen. May it be well with your soul. Amen. May it be well with your body. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands unto God. And thank God for your breakthroughs. Thank God for it. Thank God. Say thank you, Lord, for my children. Thank you, Lord, for my businesses. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you. I give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Oh, thank you, God, that you are the El Shaddai God, that we never lack what we have said. So whatever we have said, we have gained it in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise, O Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Psalm 74, verse 14. May the Lord God Almighty give your enemies as meat to people in the wilderness. Hey, Kabahatada. You say you broke the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him as food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. May the head of every evil, Leviathan is an enemy. May we break their heads and we give them as food to people inhabiting the wilderness. That means that no enemy shall survive against us. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Christ of Nazareth. Amen. May you have divine covering. Amen. And may God give you an atmosphere of glory. Amen. Let there be an extension of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I pray that the Lord God Almighty would cause you to leap like a calf let out of the store. May you rejoice in the Lord your God. Amen. May the Lord give you breakthrough. Amen. A sudden significant advance and development and achievement. Amen. May your life break through. Amen. Your business break through. Amen. Your ministry break through. Your finances break through. As the Lord breathed into man, a man became a living soul. And he breathed into Abraham. And Abraham became Abraham. And Sarai became Sarah. And at the time when they couldn't conceive, they were able to conceive and have Isaac laughter. May the Lord breathe into you. And may you have received laughter. Receive laughter. Receive your Isaac. Receive your Isaac. Receive your joy. Receive advancement. May you break through the, the, the ranks of the enemy. Amen. The defenses of the enemy. Amen. We bind the spirit of intimidation. Amen. We bind the spirit of shame. Amen. Whatever makes you feel shameful. We bind it in Jesus name. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Christ of Nazareth. Amen. The son of the living God. Amen. We bind every python spirit. Amen. That wants to strangle your life and your joy out of you. Every cobra spirit, whatever threatens you, we curse it in Jesus' name. We bind the the power of disgrace. Every power of disgrace and ridicule and 
an accusation. Whatever has been accusing you, trying to disgrace you, we overcome disgrace. Amen. We overcome intimidation. Amen. We overcome ridiculing Amen. and rejection. Amen. You feel so rejected. We bind that spirit of rejection Amen. and suicide that spirit Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. And we decree and declare the glory of God, Amen. the hand of God and the might of God to come upon you Amen. in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah.